Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. But skies are going to be mainly clear, and after a perfect day, it's going to be a perfect evening for us. Gets a little cold during the overnight under the clear skies, and with light winds, temperatures drop to the 30s. We'll rebound into the mid-50s for Friday with a mixture of clouds and sunshine. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now, we're down to 39 in Gaithersburg. It's 40 in Lanham and 42 degrees outside the WTOP studios at 959. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Rich Hunter. Coming up, an update to that deadly shooting involving a park police officer in northwest D.C. just before the holiday. And on this Thanksgiving night, lots of family gatherings, food, and, of course, football. The commanders humiliated by the Cowboys earlier this evening. Final score, 45-10. to 10. Packers beat the Lions 29-22. San Francisco leads Seattle to halftime 24-3 also. Inmates share their thoughts on gratitude from behind bars. I'm Kate Ryan. Good evening. It is now 10 p.m. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. A ceasefire is set to begin tomorrow in Israel. Later in the day, some 13 hostages are scheduled to be set free by Hamas from Gaza. CBS's Lilia Luciano reports. Starting at 4 p.m., all 13 hostages will be taken by the Red Cross from the grip of Hamas into the hands of the IDF. The children who are being held with their mothers will be released together. From there, they'll go to an army base, then hospital, where they will reunite with their families. CBS's MTS Tayeb in East Jerusalem says demonstrations are being held by people who think the deal does not go far enough. Palestinian-American Johara Baker grew up in Virginia and now lives in the occupied West Bank. Anyone who has even a little bit of a voice that, that, that does not, that pushes back against the oppression and against the occupation, they will crack down on us. According to Palestinian prisoners' rights groups, there are over 200 Palestinian children being held in Israeli jails and around 75 women with Dozens of them arrested in the last few weeks alone. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York draws quite a crowd and from far away. Definitely got to be here in person versus watching TV. Growing up in California, we always watch it on TV. So being here is uh, definitely a first time experience. Giving back on this holiday is a church in Eagle River, Wisconsin. It has held a free community Thanksgiving dinner open to everyone. Pastor Lawrence Glenn. Thanksgiving dinner for people who don't have families in the area or people who might not have means to have a a good Thanksgiving dinner on their own. It's just an attempt to try to help people in the community who might need some help and to be there for people who might be lonely. The fire is out after a train derailment and sulfur dioxide gas spill in eastern Kentucky. Residents in nearby Livingston have been allowed to return home. Joe McCann with CSS. The CSX level presence here uh, physically or, uh, you know, virtually uh, until the last citizen feels as though, you know, they've been accommodated and they've been made whole for anything that, you know, has displaced them or any impact. There's, there's absolutely no intention of us to cut and run. The cause of the derailment is under investigation. Severe drought in some parts of the country could affect your Christmas tradition. Don Kazari says his Christmas tree growth will be affected for at least the next three years on his chunky Mississippi farm because of this year's severe drought. Very depressed because I'd come out here and you can see that we still have dead trees that we haven't uh, cut. 
Brazil forward Rodrigo, who is black, denounces racist abuse he says he's been the target of on social media since the World Cup qualifying game against Argentina. Rodrigo attracted attention after getting into a discussion with Argentina players, including Lionel Messi, during a delay caused by fights in the stands. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 10.03 on Thursday evening, November 23rd, 2023. Gaithersburg now at 39, falling to almost freezing overnight. Good evening and happy Thanksgiving. I'm Dimitri Sokas with the top local stories we're following this hour. This is new this evening. D.C. police have now identified a suspect killed in an exchange of gunfire with U.S. Park Police just yesterday. They say 30-year-old Terrell Delonte Campbell fled from police officers after a drug violation incident in the area of 12th and Massachusetts Northwest. At some point, gunfire was exchanged between a single park police officer and Campbell. Police say Campbell was shot then taken to a local hospital and later pronounced dead. The park police officer who fired the shots was also hit multiple times in the torso and the legs. That officer is said to be in stable condition at this hour. U.S. Park Police are investigating the incident and reviewing body camera footage. The officer is on paid administrative leave. This is a night to be grateful for our blessings in life. And maybe this is hard to believe, but a couple of inmates at Maryland's Jessup Prison are especially grateful on this night. It's because they have a chance to earn a college degree as WTOP's Kate Ryan found out when she spoke with them. The prison doors may have closed at Maryland's Jessup Correctional Institution, but another door has opened for the participants in the Bowie State University degree program there, Jermaine Williams. I'm grateful to be given a second chance to further my education. And Timothy Hawkins on his feelings this Thanksgiving Day holiday. Grateful for the options, the options that I've been given through this program. WTOP first met them in August. Now they're heading into midterms. Williams explains working towards a sociology degree has already made a big difference for him. I'm looking at things from a different view now, like I'm walking a different path. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. If you've ever cooked a Thanksgiving meal for lots of people, you know how taxing it can be. You may be taking a breather from it right now. And for some people who face life-challenging illnesses, they did have one fewer thing to worry about today. Nutrition is a really big factor in managing your health. Terry Stoltzfus is executive director of Food and Friends. Volunteers here have prepared and packaged complete holiday feasts that feed five. The turkeys have been roasted and cooled, and it'll be ready in 30 minutes. Executive chef Rashid Abdurrahman says preparing a Thanksgiving meal is always a challenge, especially for people living with cancer, HIV, heart disease, or renal failure. I think part of the healing process is also feeling good and knowing that people care about you and you have support. We all want to maintain our autonomy and needing help with food is hard because food is so personal to us. She says all the people enjoying these meals have been referred by their health care provider. In Northeast, Neil Oikenstein, WTOP News. Hundreds of people got together in Northwest D.C. today to get a little professional help as they cook their turkeys. WTOP Scott Gelman tells us they were trying for a chance to have the birds fried for free. It sounds and smells like Thanksgiving here outside Medium Rare in Cleveland Park. 
Volunteers are frying almost 100 turkeys every hour, while people such as Michelle eagerly await their cooked birds. I'm just very grateful for all the people who are volunteering their time today to do this. Debbie says the fried turkey shouldn't be in the same category as the stuff that goes in the oven. Okay, crispy on the outside, moist. Not even typical dry turkey. That's that's out the window. The turkey fry is also a fundraiser for nonprofit Feed the Fridge. Co-owner Mark Buker. It's kind of become a thing that D.C. does, and I like to think D.C. does it better than anyone. And once the wait is over... This is Emily from Medium Rare calling to let you know that your turkey is ready. All that's left is to dig in. In Northwest D.C., Scott Gelman, WTOP News. As much of a tradition as turkey, mashed potatoes, and stuffing is the turkey bowl in D.C., There's a winner in the high school football championship at Eastern High School. Final score, 28-7, Dunbar over Baloo. Here's WTOP's Nick Ionelli. The final score was 28-7 with Dunbar High School getting the win over Baloo High School in the Turkey Bowl, which many people here describe as being like the Super Bowl of D.C. sports. Savion Marshall is a Dunbar grad who used to play on the team. He likes what he sees with these championship winners. They play with nice discipline and they move fast to the ball. They don't let nobody get to them when they talk a trash to them. They play with poise. Marshall played in the Turkey Bowl back in 2019. He says the game is very special. You know, one of the biggest moments of your life, basically. It's just one of the biggest games in D.C. See who's the best of the best in high school. At Eastern High School, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Coming up here after traffic and weather, more shoppers turning to Main Street for their holiday gifts. Stay with us. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. See better and drive safer with new bulbs from O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get a better view of the road and save. Receive a $15 O'Reilly gift card after rebate plus two times O rewards points with the purchase of Sylvania Silver Star Ultra or select ZXE Twin Pack Bulbs. Replace your old bulbs and see better. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 1008. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're getting back to Joe Conway in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, Demetri, we'll start off in Virginia on the 95 trips southbound. Report of a crash in Fredericksburg near Route 3 just happened. Units are just now getting there to respond. Not even sure how many lanes are blocked just yet. Don't have it in camera just yet. But hearing that plenty of units are heading there now. 95 south near Route 3, Fredericksburg. Watch for the response. Close in, Fairfax County reported the crash on Gallows Road. It was eastbound east of the Beltway. No uh, word on how many lanes are blocked there, but we do have a lot of units responding. 95 otherwise than the crash in Fredericksburg is in good shape. The Easy Pass lanes are southbound. Beltway good in Virginia. Beltway good in Maryland, too. But in Maryland, on 210 northbound, your crash was near Livingston Square. Last report, only a single left lane was getting by. Had a couple of wrecks on Branch Avenue northbound. One was near Earnshaw Drive, still in the clearing stages. You're only getting by under police direction in a single lane. Farther north, your wreck was northbound after Allentown Road. Believe that's just about cleared. We are brought to you by Fitzgerald. If you're looking for an electric car, try the new Hyundai Ioniq, Toyota BC4X, or Volkswagen ID4. Government incentives available. Get your next car at fitzball.com and go electric the Fitz way. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. After just wonderful weather today, near 60 degrees, your Friday is going to be cooler, but all our temperatures are going to continue to step down for the remainder of the holiday weekend with highs in the 40s for Saturday and Sunday. Now, speaking of 40s, our temperatures will drop off to the 40s here by late evening, by early Friday morning. 
will start out in the 30s with still mainly clear skies. But clouds will be on the increase. And by late morning through early afternoon, we'll have mostly cloudy skies. Not going to get any rain. Temperatures will top out in the mid-50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We just want to give gratitude. In Reston tonight, it's 41. Bethesda, 42. And the National Mall, 46 degrees on this Thanksgiving night. We're glad you're with us. We are brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News, 10 and 40. Past the hour with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Where do you plan to do your holiday shopping? Online? The mall? A growing number of us are turning to Main Street. A Bankrate.com survey finds 72% of those asked plan to shop at a small business this year. Senior industry analyst Ted Rossman. That's one new normal thing that actually has lasted since the pandemic. I think a lot of people do appreciate that civic-minded, community kind of aspect of this. Rossman says shoppers also like the personal service and unique gift items that are often found in small shops. The findings bode well for brick-and-mortar retail. I think there is very much a story about the resurgence of small business and really in-person shopping in general. It's not dead by any means. And it's especially true among young people. 72% of millennials said they plan to shop this weekend on Small Business Saturday. About half of baby boomers said they plan to do so. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asia Pacific markets a bit mixed. Tokyo stocks up 1%, Australia up a little bit, and South Korea's cost be down nearly half a percent. Coming up on WTOP, families whose loved ones were taken hostage by Hamas, counting down the hours and eventually the minutes until they hope they'll be set free. We'll bring you analysis on the crisis in the Middle East with Michael O'Hanlon of the Brookings Institution. Straight ahead. 10, to take a proactive approach to cybersecurity, Maximus's defense cybersecurity lead, Kynan Carver, advises implementing attack surface management in the series Forward Thinking Government, sponsored by Maximus. With attack surface, you're going out and testing where are those vulnerabilities, where are those holes, where is the adversary potentially going to breach inside your infrastructure or your enterprise. And that's from both outside looking in and then inside looking out, because those are two different views that from a risk rating perspective matter. Visit Maximus.com slash federal to learn more about how to transform your agency's operations securely. In today's federal government, security by design is key to achieving the highest levels of compliance. From consulting and architecture design to managed services, Maximus delivers protection of critical data, systems, and operations. Maximus is a trusted cybersecurity partner, delivering solutions that enable government to securely operate in a digitally connected world. Maximus.com slash federal. It has been a season of bad games for the Commanders, and tonight was right up there against the Cowboys. Terrible. Commanders head coach Ron Rivera, though, has an answer about his job security. Sports in 10 minutes with Steve Dresner on WTOP. Go with your gut. Your dog's immune system is based in the gut. A diet lacking in nutrients can cause itching, scratching, and a weak immune system. However, there is a solution. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E. Dinovite. It took a grand total of two weeks. The dog stopped itching. The hair stopped falling out. Try Dinovite for free. Just pay shipping and handling. Learn more at Dinovite.com slash radio. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dinovite. Hi, this is Scott Trout of Cordell & Cordell. 
There are a lot of great dads out there. Sometimes those dads get divorced. For more than 30 years, we've represented men in divorce, confronting the pitfalls that could devastate your finances or harm your family relationships. While every situation is different, our goal is to get the best outcome for you and your kids. Visit CordellCordell.com to take the first step. Offices in Fairfax, Virginia and Frederick, Maryland. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell and Cordell's attorneys. Online at CordellCordell.com. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. Now 1015 and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Continuing coverage of the crisis in the Middle East on WTOP. A four-day ceasefire in Gaza between Israel and Hamas is set to begin in less than two hours, a day later than originally planned, though. Officials in Qatar made the announcement tonight as negotiators worked out final details of the deal, which is to lead to the release of dozens of hostages. We are expecting 13 people to be set free later today. That would be uh, tomorrow if you're... uh, talking D.C. time later today in the Middle East, where it is already Friday. Now, Israeli government spokesperson Avi Hyman tells Fox News all of this is far from over. Still, there's two, there'll be more than 200 Israelis still stuck in underground dungeons being held by masked monsters with machine guns. Hamas terrorists. We spoke with Michael O'Hanlon earlier. He specializes in defense and strategy at the Brookings Institution about the widespread destruction in Gaza, along with the death of thousands of people, and whether this is what it takes to destroy Hamas or whether, as some critics say, it's overkill. Well, I think that Israel's trying very hard to be certainly more discriminating and selective than, let's say, President Assad of Syria when he would go into cities that he thought were terrorist, in his mind, terrorist sanctuaries, and just pummel them and obliterate them to the ground deliberately and comprehensively as a matter of strategy. It's also the way the Russians handled the Chechnya civil war to a large extent. But I think, nonetheless, even though Israel's trying to be more careful and only target buildings where it has a particular reason to think Hamas is present, as, as you imply with your question correctly, there are also civilians in all these buildings. And so Israel cannot really pursue its military goals without substantial civilian casualties. It's just a military fact of life, and it's a very sad reality, but it's it's hard to see it any other way. Bear in mind, this war has been horrible for the Palestinians, as we all know. But, of course, uh, most Palestinians, the vast preponderance, and let's pray this continues, have survived so far. And uh, I think that Israel will try to protect civilians where it can, but it's also made it abundantly clear that it feels an absolute requirement to to annihilate Hamas. So that's just going to inherently create these kinds of situations where civilians die. I think we have to start thinking about a longer term plan for Gaza. And I think it's going to have to involve some kind of U.N. trusteeship with a strong international security force. And a recognition by Hamas it can't rule there anymore, a recognition by Israel that it can't rule there or occupy indefinitely. And I think it's going to be time very soon to start pushing this agenda. Is there a final thought, whether it be how much longer this war may last? Well, the main point I would add, which is sort of implied in our conversation and what we're all watching, is that no one really knows how to conduct this kind of an operation successfully. And I don't think Israel had a great plan for how to do it. I think Israel was completely blindsided. Some of their initial hesitancy to go into Gaza on the ground was because they didn't really know what to do when they got there. Yes, they have certain tactical instincts, some of which are correct, some of which are more nebulous or maybe even incorrect, but they're feeling their way. And it seems sort of strange to say that for a country that's been dealing with 
challenges to all of its borders for a long time. But urban warfare is inherently difficult, inherently bloody for civilians as well as for fighters. And Israel is going to have to face this fundamental question of at what point have they done enough to take out most of the Hamas infrastructure, even if they can't and won't get everybody. I think we're probably nearing that point, but it's going to depend partly, again, on what comes next and having a strong enough international security force in Gaza that Hamas cannot reconstitute because Hamas right now is on its heels, but it's not gone and it will try to reconstitute if things stop like they are right now. Michael O'Hanlon with the Brookings Institution joining us on Skype. The ceasefire between Israel and Hamas set to begin at midnight D.C. time. Now time to go to Joe Conway in the WTOP Traffic Center. Dimitri, we'll start off in Virginia. Mostly quiet on the highways with one notable exception just popped up in the last 10 minutes. 95 southbound. We're in Fredericksburg. The crash in the local lanes near Route 3. We are told it is blocking the right lanes. You're getting by single file to the left. The throughs might move you a little bit faster uh, and get you uh, on the highway past the incident scene. But in the locals... If you're at Route 3, you're staying to the left to get by. You don't have it in camera. We're going on what Vida's telling us, but that seems to be true. Easy pass lanes, by the way, are southbound on 95 and 395. On the 95 corridor, the 395 corridor, you're in good shape. No reports of any problems. Same goes for the Capitol Beltway. I-66, both inside and outside the Beltway, moving well. Beltway in Maryland, no reports of any issues for you. 270, good. Same goes for 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Earlier crashes on Route 5 were northbound on Branch Avenue near Earnshaw Drive and just north of Allentown Road. Believe both have been cleared, or at least mostly cleared. 210 northbound, not so much. We've got the crash activity northbound approaching Palmer Road. At last report there, it was only one left lane getting by in delays coming up as you make your approach through Friendly on your way toward the Capitol Beltway. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. And next here on WTOP, it's 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Turning cooler for the remainder of the holiday weekend with your next chance of rain, not until around sunset on Sunday. That makes it a pretty solid weekend for us. Here this evening, mainly clear. Temperatures drop through the lower 40s. And by morning, cold will be in the 30s. So if you're going to be hitting any sales or deals out there, take the warm coat and, oh, the gloves too. 50 to 55 degrees with a mixture of clouds and sunshine. More clouds from late morning going through early afternoon. Your high temperature, about 55 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. At the wharf in D.C., 46, National Harbor 45, Sterling 44, and down to the 30s in some parts of our area. Top stories we're working on on WTOP. It's a touch at, a touching portrait that is emerging now of Jimmy and Rosalind Carter's final moments together this past week. We are counting down to the expected release of some Israeli hostages from Gaza. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Straight ahead, meeting the his, history-making House Speaker in Richmond starting next year. We'll explain coming up. It's 1021. When shopping for Black Friday appliance deals, you want to pay less. And you probably think that means heading to a big box store. But for the best appliance deals, remember, Bray beats big. At Bray & Scarf, we start with instant savings that make us competitive every day. Then we break out of the box with exclusive package rebates on top of manufacturer rebates the big box stores simply don't have. We also offer next-day delivery on hundreds of appliances with online delivery day tracking. And we install when we deliver. The big box stores make you wait for installation on another day. Don't fall for the big illusion that the big box stores save you more. 
the better appliance deals and service are at Bray & Scarf. Skip Black Friday. Get to Bray Friday. Going on now. Get doorbuster savings with stackable rebates on select KitchenAid packages. Plus huge savings on Whirlpool washers and dryers. In stock and ready for quick delivery. Shop local and save time and money. In store or online at BrayAndScarf.com. Where it doesn't cost more to get more. We're glad you're here late on Thanksgiving night. It's 1022. Experience the music of Bob Dylan like never before in the Tony award-winning musical Girl from the North Country. Here comes the story of the hurricane. This critically acclaimed Broadway show features dozens of classic Dylan hits, including Like a Rolling Stone, I Want You, and Forever Young. Don't miss Girl from the North Country live on stage. At the Kennedy Center, December 12th through 31st. Tickets at Kennedy-Center.org. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 103.5 FM. It's 1023. Thanks for being here tonight. Virginia State Delegate Don Scott is set to become the Commonwealth's first-ever Black House Speaker after Democrats flipped the chamber earlier this month in those closely-watched elections. Scott will be sworn in next year. The Hampton Roads delegate appeared on NBC's Meet the Press Now and says there's plenty of room to work with Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. The governor has already signaled that he's ready to reset and ready to work with us. Mental health reform, dealing with the opioid crisis, making sure that we do things to make sure that we make our mental health care system more accessible and more robust. Uh, we've neglected, invested in that system, and now we've seen uh, that we have some issues that we need to show up. I think we have an opioid uh, substance abuse crisis going on in the Commonwealth of Virginia and throughout the country. I think we can address that and agree on that. I think the governor is interested He's a businessman. Mm-hmm. He's interested in increasing economic development and economic activity in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And we want to make sure that we do that in partnership with him. I think there are several areas that we can work together. Scott says he'll also work hard to restore rights for ex-felons. Fighting rising crime in Annapolis, the city's police department has launched a new unit. The Capital Gazette reports the Special Enforcement Action Team will prioritize serving arrest warrants for violent crimes and investigate what they call specific offenders with a record of violent offenses. They'll also target people who are stealing cars and catalytic converters. A word of warning from some critics, specialized police units, such as Baltimore's Gun Trace Task Force and the Memphis unit, responsible for the murder of Tyree Nichols, have exploded into controversy by employing what critics say are overly aggressive tactics that damage trust in the community. Maryland will get more than $30 million in disputed payments the state was set to get nearly a quarter century ago when the landmark settlement between tobacco companies and nearly every U.S. state was approved. The Baltimore Sun reports a panel of arbitrators unanimously ruled the funds were owed to Maryland by tobacco giant Philip Morris, which makes Marlboro and Parliament cigarettes, and R.J. Reynolds, owner of Camel and Newport. No comment yet from the attorneys representing the tobacco companies. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's go to Steve Dresner. And Dimitri recapping today's Commanders game as they fell to the Cowboys 45 to 10 in Dallas. They also fall to 4 and 8. They're 0 and 5 versus, versus division opponents. 
Quarterback Sam Held, 28 of 44, 300 yards. He had one rushing touchdown. Did give up a pick six in the fourth quarter to Deron Bland. 